How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Wednesday, July the 28th. Hey, folks, hope you're having a tremendous day. And I'm going to start today's show talking about Activision Blizzard. I'm going to give you a bit of an update. Now, you might remember the last time that we talked about the company, they were being sued by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. And this is because the company created a culture of discrimination and for failing to properly resolve issues like sexual harassment. Well, pretty soon after that lawsuit came out, Activision Blizzard had this very negative response to it. Instead of recognizing the problems and saying they were going to do better, instead they said, hey, uh, you're wrong. There is no problem here, essentially. And that response especially really caused employees to get very upset. And as a result, we have an open letter here signed by uh, close to 3,000 people at the company. And that's a growing number. It started at 800 when the first articles came out. And the open letter was pretty clear. In fact, I'll just quote it here. Quote, To put it clearly and unequivocally, our values as employees are not accurately reflected in the words and actions of our leadership. We believe these statements have damaged our ongoing quest for equality inside and outside of our industry. End quote. So that's the basic gist, and uh, I think it's pretty fair. And then the other bit of news is that they're also planning to do a walkout, actually today, the 28th, where they are not going to be working, and along with that walkout, uh, they had a list of demands. So part of it was some contract adjustments, which were pretty bad in terms of uh, legal protection. They want an overhaul of company policies for recruitment. They want an audit on how the systems have failed employees. And they want the company to publish data on salary ranges for all employees to show exactly how bad the difference in compensation is. So anyway, there's your update. Uh, it's ongoing. Ping! Hey, it's future Adrian here. I also have just seen a last-minute news item that Activision Blizzard confirmed that they're going to be extending paid time off to everybody who attends the walkout. So the company has recognized it, and they are not going to be punishing people for it. Which is literally the least they could do. Okay, back to past me. Ping! Very reminiscent of Riot Games a couple of years ago, right? They did a walkout as well. Just a sucky situation. The third expansion for Guild Wars 2 has been revealed, and it is called End of Dragons. Now, this expansion is going to be coming out in February, and it takes place in a new area, obviously, called Cantha. Uh, they're introducing something pretty fun here. It's called the Siege Turtle, which is actually a multiplayer mount. So two people can just get on this giant turtle and, uh, you know, gives you a little bit of co-op experience there. Now, this new map is all about islands and water, and so they're going to have a bunch of boats in there, and they're also adding fishing to the game. And then, of course, a bunch of extra content, right? That always comes with stuff like this. So, anyway, there's Guild Wars 2. This game has been out for so long, I'm surprised that they're only on their third expansion, but anyway, feel free to check that out. Animal Crossing is going to be getting a free update of content coming on July 29th. It's tomorrow. And all they've really said about it is that there's going to be some more fireworks shows and some seasonal items. And then they made another tweet, which was basically like, hey, there's going to be more updates this year, some more free content. You know, this isn't the end. Because there's been some chatter online about how the content for the game has kind of slowed down. The last update was uh, three months ago. 
but in the first year of the game, it had like 17 updates. So it could just be that they're taking a break or maybe the major content is done. We'll definitely have to see. The last thing I'll talk about here is Microsoft's financials. And I'm not going to get into the details because they're not that interesting, but there's a few kind of juicy things to come out of it. Uh, One of them is that the Xbox Series X and S are the fastest selling consoles in their history. And the reason why that's so cool is because Sony said the same thing about the PlayStation 5. We know that the Switch is the same thing for Nintendo, and we definitely know that PC and mobile are bigger than they've ever been. So, I mean, we already knew this, but this basically confirms that every facet of the gaming industry is bigger now than it's ever been. There's a lot of money to be made here, and and now we're seeing players like Google and Amazon and Netflix coming in to be like, hey, let's take some of that pie. Obviously to varying degrees of success. Anyway, I think the other cool thing is how uh, Game Pass subscribers, not only are they making money off of those people, you know, month to month, but it turns out that those people are also 50% more likely to spend dollars on video games outside of the Game Pass than non-members. So that has been incredibly lucrative for them in the long term. Anyway, I thought that was neat. Uh, I'm out of time. Folks, thanks for being here. Also, a huge thanks to Mark and Shell for leaving me a five-star review. That helps a lot. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow, as always. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. First of all, another shout out to Mark and Shell. Thanks for that. I know you listen to the After Show. And uh, hey, folks, you've been hearing me talk about board games on this After Show for quite a while. And uh, all of my trials and tribulations. Well... I caved today. I went and I purchased a board game. But listen, I think I have good justification. First of all, I know I'm going to like it because I've played it on Tabletop Sim a lot. I should probably tell you what I bought. Uh, The game I purchased is Seven Wonders Duel, and I also got the Pantheon expansion. First of all, great two-player board game, or card game, I guess. Kind of both. It's a little bit tricky to understand, but, you know, once you're there, it's a very simple game with a lot of replay value. And I mean, it's designed for two people, so there's not much flexibility there, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. Anyway, so I think I had some good reasons to to buy this one. The fact that I already knew I was going to like it is one, one sign, one thing. I think considering how much money board games are, I, I feel like playing it on Tabletop Simulator, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I'm fairly certain there's some copyright issues there, especially if you don't have the permission of the developers, but I know other developers will leverage it as marketing, you know, as as a video game company might with a Let's Player. But to any effect, I never would have bought this game if I wasn't able to play it on, on Tabletop Sim, so I had that. Uh, the game is a little bit cheaper than most other games, I would say. It was around $30, which I thought was reasonable for something I'm going to be playing for a long time. And also, I toiled over this purchase. Toiled? Is that the right word? I need to Google what that means. Toiled? No, not toiled. I, I, I guess mentally toiled. I fretted a lot over the purchase because I don't want to own a lot of possessions right now. We're going to be traveling in eight months, hopefully, if everything goes to plan. But also the reason why I ultimately bought it was that I thought, hey, yeah, we're going to go traveling, but we're going to come back at some point. And I don't want to have like a massive collection of board games because that's unreasonable. But if I have one or two that I know I like and, you know, are replayable and are kind of timeless, like, you know, I don't think a board game can really feel old, unless it's like 30, 40 years later, unlike a video game, which can sometimes feel outdated in 10 years. So anyway, 
My point is, I can leave this board game in storage and return to it and still be happy that it's there. So that's why I got it. I did one test game with Shelby today because she's never played the game just so she could learn how to play it. And uh, after this recording, we're going to play it again. And uh, yeah, there you go. I'm the proud owner of a board game. I'm also playing a, a lot of solo board gaming on Tabletop Sim again. Still just the one game kind of, you know, ramping up the difficulty, but God, that game is a lot of fun. I swear, when I'm retired and I have, like, disposable income, it's going to board games. Okay, enough about that. What else? <laughs> I, I talked too long about that. What, what's going on here? Activision Blizzard. I think I said my piece on that. I'm sure you know how I stand on that. I hope they unionize, man. Like, there's so few video game company unions. I'm sure you can name all of them on one or two hands. So if these people could go and be like, hey, you know, let's make it happen in one of the biggest companies in the world... What a great thing that would be. And, uh, I don't know. There's just so much wrong at that company. And there's so much wrong with what leadership said. Like, J. Allen Brack, is the, he's the president of Blizzard. He gave out this just such surface-level statement. Then there's some lady that works there now who was a Bush-era tr uh, torture apologist. She was the assistant for Homeland Security and Counterterrorism for George Bush for four years. And now she is the executive vice president of corporate affairs at Activision Blizzard. And she's been working there for four months. And her statement was pretty much like, hey, uh, you know, I'm a woman. I've been here for four months and there's nothing wrong here at all. Like, there's no problems. And you're like, what? Like, even if you've been there for 15 years and you're like, I never saw anything, then maybe take a little bit of introspection to be like, maybe I should have seen something. I should have been more present. I shouldn't have created an environment where things could go unnoticed. But this lady's been working here for four months. And she went, ah, yeah, there's, I don't know, there's no problems here. My, my goodness. Let me end this on a positive note. What can I talk about here? Oh, here's an interesting one. Um, Monster Hunter Rise is actually getting a collaboration with a game called Okami. And this is a game that came out in like 2006, 7, something like that. And a lot of people really liked it. It was actually IGN's Game of the Year in 06. And that's all we've really seen of the game. So, I don't know. It's pretty cool that such a old classic is kind of doing this crossover. You know me. I'm a sucker for crossovers. Okay, that's where we can end it. Thanks, folks, for tuning in. Uh, I'll be back with you tomorrow. Ciao.